0: Hello, welcome to episode 40 of Your Parenting Podcast. I am still, unfortunately, your host, Jeremy Bamford. And let's jump right into it. Um, let's throw in some updates. Uh, let's see what's happened recently. As I collect my notes and my thoughts here, as I try to... Make this show coherent. Um I mean I guess we're all just gonna get the virus now. Is that is that what the plan is? I mean it seems like it's it's worse now than when it started back in March. You know, it's uh it's like every day we're breaking new records of people dying from it, people getting it. Um I mean, soon we'll be fighting over toilet paper again. And on that front, we just got a whole bunch that's made out of bamboo. So now I can shit like a fucking panda. Um, I mean, we wanted to put Grayson and Logan back into, you know, face-to-face classes. You know, it's because they weren't thriving. Um, Yeah, because plus it was starting to look like things were getting better and it's like now everything's fucked and we're back to the beginning if you hear random noises in the background the dog is in the room with me and he's wandering around trying to get into shit Toby chill out so hopefully Mr. Toberton will keep his voice down but uh so what else you know, Logan just had a birthday he turned six um, you know, we had a little, you know, gathering at what turned out to be a very busy park. Um, you know, obviously there's still a part of me that's, you know, worried about crowds and, you know, I, I've kind of justified it to myself that, you know, it was fenced in, but it's, you know, it was a big park with a lot of open air, which made me feel a bit better. You know, and it was pretty low key, I mean we brought our own little table, you know we had a you know a couple of little decorations and just a place to you know throw some pizza boxes, and then we were smart enough, thankfully to um start the party in the the evening, you know being in Florida, which I'm sure will be unlivable in the next fifty years but and you know, the weather was nice, and then you know once it started to get dark. And the mosquitoes, which some consider to be Florida state bird, you know, started to take pints out of everybody. You know, we packed up and left, but you know that was on a Saturday. His actual birthday is on a Thursday, um, so it was just you know some family. We had some birthday lasagna, and I, uh, you know, I felt very fortunate that we can. Um, we can give him a good birthday. I mean, we didn't spoil him. We didn't give him, you know, a hundred presents, but, you know, there was a couple of things he asked for, a couple of things we thought he would like. You know, plus, uh, you know, the the grandmas, you know, bought their own gifts, and, you know, it was a Minecraft theme. He wanted a Minecraft birthday, which was fun. I mean, thankfully, it was something that, you know, had a lot of merch. <laughs> and every now and then, you know, somebody likes, you know, something real obscure. And it's hard to find, you know, birthday decorations for. But uh, he was able to have, you know, a little bit of family um, come over. Um, I mean, it's nice to have, you know, a couple of grandmas and aunts and uncles who don't live very far. You know, this way we can, you know, break the monotony and, and get the kids out of the house. Um, You know, it's always beneficial to have a village. You know, they say it takes a village to raise a child and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, you need to absolutely be able to do all the parenting on your own. You know, it's nice to have people to help. But, like, when you rely on people, you know, because you never know when you're going to be in a situation where you'll have nobody. I mean, we moved up to North Carolina for a couple of years. Um, which someday that's probably where we'll, where we will retire. But, uh, you know, I feel like I may have left my heart up there as they say, but say uh, when we were up there, it was just us, you know, we had no, you know, we knew one person that had moved up there from Florida, uh, a little before us, you know, and they had their own, you know, family and small kids. So it was, you know, there's no babysitters, there was no date nights for two years. You because know, we you know, like I said, it was just us. You know, we had some people come visit, but it's like when they would come visit, we would take them around our area and do, you know, touristy stuff because they were coming to visit. You know, and it's like thankfully we're in a situation now, it's like, you know, the grandmas come spend time with the kids because they love them. You know, not because, you know, we're fuck ups. <laughs> And it took me, you know, the better part of 38 years to not consider myself a fuck up. You know, I spent most of my 20s trying to sabotage my own life, and the wisdom of experience can work wonders. Um, you know, not that I consider myself wise. You know, some of us get wise, but most of us just get old. Oh, and I felt old the other day. I, uh, I'm in school. And I'm an old student in college. Um, Sometimes when I'm, you know, typing an essay or studying or whatever, I just, I found this playlist on Spotify that's just this uh, medieval-themed music. And almost all of it doesn't have any lyrics, because that would distract me. It's just kind of peaceful music to kind of drown out, you know, the circus that is the rest of my house. But uh, there was this this silly sounding Celtic song that had these, you know, kind of funny gibberish sounding lyrics and it was just kind of upbeat and peppy. I was like, you know what, I'll play it for the kids, they'll get a kick out of it. Um, And I, I played them the song and they could not have been any more disinterested. And I feel like that's how my parents felt when they would, you know, interrupt my, you know, Sega Genesis playing you know, to tell me something they thought was cool, and I would act like they'd offered me you know, room temperature milk. You know, I, uh, I think I definitely grew another gray hair or three interrupting their video games. Um, speaking of interruptions, one of my children is trying to come in the room right now, and all of them should be in bed. Where's it, buddy? The hole on the ball. Oh, I already fixed the hole on the ball. I just have to put more air in it. Okay. You just can't let General Toberton chew on it because he likes to put is holes in everything. Old? Yeah. Okay, let's go back to bed. Come on. It's his toy. Oh, I know he thinks everything is his toy. Yeah. Come on. Let's go. I'm recording a show right now. You're interrupting my show. Sorry. It's okay. It's a good thing you're cute. Come here. Give me a hug. Okay. I love you. Good night. Oh, of course, you got to give the dog a hug, too. I still remember when you told your teacher that your favorite person in the family was the dog. You still don't remember? Oh, of course I rem- I'm going to remember that one forever. That one's stunned. Okay, come on. Bedtime. Even if I turn six, <sighs> you still remember. Even if I turn six, yeah. Even if you turn six, I still remember. Okay. Good night. Stay in bed. Toby, come. So it's after 9 o'clock. Um, as you can see, yeah, at least Logan is still awake. I'm sure Grayson probably is too. Yeah, we try to give them snuggles, read them stories before bed. But uh, sometimes bedtime is is an ordeal. Um, it's hard sometimes to not get frustrated and lose your cool when it's been an hour and they're still not sleeping. You know, thankfully tonight is a relatively chill night. I've you know caught up on homework. I'm doing my show that I probably should have done like a week ago. But I mean, there are nights where it's like I got piles of shit to do, you know, laundry, dishes, homework, you know, studying for future homework. And then it's, you know, 930 at night and they're still, you know, wandering out of their room, daddy. Um, But anyway, where was I at? Uh, Oh, yeah, Halloween. Um, Halloween was fun. Um, We There's a, a neighborhood Facebook group. And uh, the person that administrates it kind of, you know, because most of the neighborhood is kind of on the fence about social interaction, which is fine. And then there are the people that just don't celebrate Halloween, which is also fine. Um, so they put together just a map of the neighborhood with everybody's address on it that was going to be participating in Halloween. This way you're not stopping at every house. Um, what we did we just set a table out um with, you know, some little bags, like pre made little bags of candy. You know, just put a bunch of them on this big table, kinda use the honor system. We had this little motion activated witch head that would say, you know, witchy things whenever you know, somebody came up to the table and just kinda left it at that. You know, turned the porch light on, locked the doors, and we just we went wandering. Um I mean, there was a handful of people in the neighborhood they had what they called uh, adult trick-or-treating stations, where I guess you could stop and get a beer or a shot of tequila or, you know, somebody was barbecuing, you can go up and grab a hot dog. But it was, uh, it was fun. I mean, people were, were pretty good about keeping their distance. Most people just had little setups. You know, they would sit outside, you know, where you can see the costumes and... You know, people had their, you know, big inflatables. Um, I don't know if you can hear that in the background. It's the dog. He, uh, between running on the wood floor and the tile, he still hasn't figured out how to gain any traction, so he goes sliding across the floor all the time. But, uh, yeah, Holloway was was fun. Um, uh, we we went out a little bit early just because we saw other people going out early, um... You know, some people were, some people had some crazy-ass costumes. I saw this pirate family where, I mean, they looked like something out of a Disney movie. (laughs) Um, Oh, I hear Logan crying. I guess he got in trouble for getting out of bed again. Um, But, uh, so we had Isaiah dressed as Mario. He used Logan's old costume. That was what he wanted. He had everything but the mustache, had the hat, the gloves. He was so cute. Um, Logan, his new obsession is Minecraft, so he was, I believe his name is Steve from Minecraft, like the main dude, and he had, like, this big blocky costume with, like, a big blocky head mask, and, and, um, you know, Grayson was, um, Ash from Pokemon. Um, but it was, it was fun. We had a blast, um... You know, we've we got plenty of candy that we're still. We actually gave away some of the candy at Logan's birthday party because we still had so much of it. And it was like right about when the kids were getting tired was when Florida State Bird, and the mosquitoes, struck again. And I mean, it was so bad. Like, it was just out of nowhere. Like, right as the sun started to go down, we were just happened to be in somebody's driveway. You know, the kids were walking up and grabbing the candy. And then there was all of a sudden just so many for a, first, for a second. I thought it was bees. Like, I'm swatting. I was like, what is that? And then I see people, like, all of a sudden, like, literally running inside the houses, running through their cars like it was, you know, some kind of killer bee swarm. But no, mosquitoes. And then, which, of course, you know, we were, like, the furthest point away from, our, na- from our, our house in the neighborhood. So it was kind of a long, itchy walk back. Um... You yeah, know, but uh, they they had a lot of fun. You know, they got a lot of candy, which I've tried not to eat all of. Except for the Butterfingers. Those are forfeit as soon as we get in the house. But, um, you know, speaking of food, I don't usually talk about it too much as far as parenting goes. I've, I tell the kids all the time they need to have variety. Um... I've mentioned it before on the podcast they need to have variety in their food uh their friends and their entertainment um but we try to you know have a variety of meals you know some of the meals are balanced some are you know easy you know we got a few easy favorites you know there's one that uh Cynthia came up with uh but we just call it Italian chicken. All you do is you just take a bunch of. You know, raw drumsticks or you know chicken tenders. Put them in a uh, like a casserole dish or a lasagna dish. You know, you dump a small bottle of Italian dressing on it. You bake it at four hundred degrees for like you know 45, fifty minutes, and then it's chef's kiss good. Um, I mean, we've it's worked for. I think you can do it with pork chops and it'll come out pretty good. But usually we use you know the chicken drumsticks. And then I get to spend all that time pulling the meat off the bone because my family's insane. Um, and there was something that Cynthia came up with just the other night. Um, she just had a can of mixed veggies. She just she had dumped it in a, a saucepan with a chunk of butter. I think she put, I forget what kind of seasoning. It was salt and something else, maybe some garlic. She cracked two eggs in there um, when it was almost done. Like, the eggs, like, cooked in kind of like a scrambled egg with the mixed veggies. She tossed in a handful of shredded cheese and then, like, mashed it flat to let it get crispy like hash browns. Another good one. Um, Another thing I suggest is to get an air fryer. I know they can be expensive, but I'm telling you, it's one of the best purchases we've ever made for the kitchen. Um, I can't remember the last time I made traditional french fries in the oil. Uh, the only thing I have yet to test is sweet potato fries. That'll be the next. And now... I did... I have used I used frozen french fries. You toss them in there, put it on the french fries setting, because it comes with one, and it's like, I don't know, 14 minutes, 15 minutes, at whatever temperature it sets itself. And, you, know, you open it up halfway through and shake them around, and then they come out perfect. Now, I've tried to make my own french fries you know where you just cut the potatoes into the french fry shapes and then throw them in the oil um, those didn't come out very well in the air fryer i've yet to figure out what i did wrong but i mean we've used the air fryer i've put you know chicken in there you know like i mean like raw chicken we put raw shrimp in there um you know tilapia you know i used to take uh what do my kids call it? Like the Parmesan Nuggets. I would just take, you know, chicken breast, cut them into like little nugget size bits. Um, I would have, you know, the egg tempura, then the flour batter, and I would just mix bread crumbs with Parmesan cheese. And I would just roll them in that, you know, like roll the raw chicken, you know, in the egg. Oh, no, I'm sorry. In the flour, in the, whatever the order is. You know the flour, the egg, and then the bread crumbs, the Parmesan cheese. Put a handful of those in the air fryer; they come out perfect. I mean, it has like all these different settings. Um, you know, it's, it's especially good with frozen stuff, so I I can't recommend that enough. You know, and there's there's more complicated ones, there's simpler ones. Um, yeah, air fryer is the way to go. Uh, another realization is you never underestimate. The value of flavored water. And it's incredibly versatile. I don't like to, you know, just, just dump a bunch of sugar into the kids because they're already hyper enough. I don't want them to end up, you know, with the um, but, you know, Every now and then we'll get the regular traditional juice and they'll have a little bit. But it's just, you know, it comes in all the flavors, it's sugar-free, you know, it's like fruit punch, apple juice, lemonade. Um, you know, you can even make, you know, like frozen, you know, like the flavored ice cubes. It's like, you know, yeah, of course there's chemicals because there's chemicals and everything, but it's like there's no sugar. It's not full of like salt or whatever else. You get this with little, you know, mixers, and that's mostly what their juice is. They always call it juice, you know, maybe as they get older, they'll realize the betrayal. But, yeah, that's my little blurb on food. Now let's move on to a blurb on the election. The election that was just finalized, was it last week? Week and a half ago. So for our, my international listeners, we just had our presidential election. Um... And finally we can get some good news in this country, because the bums lose Lebowski. The angry Cheeto got voted out. And now we can start repairing the damage that he did over the last four years. I mean it's been his supporters are still crying over it. It's been what, like I think it was November seventh when they announced it, the eighth? It took him that long to You know to count everything. And his supporters, you know, Trump supporters, are still crying over it. Oh, and I'm telling you, I wish I could collect their tears and water my fucking tomatoes with them. Because back in 2016, when Trump won quote-unquote fairly with Russians' help, you know, the rest of us who voted against him had to deal with it. So this time, you lost, Trumpers. You fucking lost. Deal with it. And watch how your lives improve and cry your bitter white tears. I know it's mostly white because hardly a sane person of color will vote for that piece of shit because it treats everyone poorly, unless you're rich and white. I mean, I'm surprised so many poor white people voted for him. He's fighting for me. It's like, no, he's fighting for his own ego and bank account. Out there waving a Bible around like he gives a shit. Anyway... You know, we finally got some good news. We can finally start, you know, maybe being respected as a nation again instead of being pitied. But anyway, that brings me to my next subject: is religion. I've uh, I've mentioned my atheism, I think, a few times, but but let's get into it. Um, I don't believe. That God is real. Um, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Um, But that's my belief. I believe there is no God. Um, I think religion itself is a cancer among humanity. And I, I mourn what humanity could have been. I mean, we could have had whole cities on the moon or even Mars... Instead of killing each other over whose, you know, imaginary sky ghost is better. And people, when they have faith, they say, they can't say, I know there's a God. Because that's not something you can know. You can only believe it. Because you can't prove it scientifically. And it just comes down to faith, and I don't have it. Um, But like I said, I'm open to the idea of being wrong. And also, it doesn't bother me to not know. You know, it's like, whether there is a God or isn't, it's like, I'm going to live my life, try to treat people with kindness and respect. It doesn't bother me not knowing the mysteries of the universe. You know, and, and I think religion is... It impedes, you know, progress as a species. I mean... You know, religion promotes intolerance and bigotry. People use it as a shield to be shitty to people. You know, you've seen the signs that says "God hates fags," or when they're shaming women outside of Planned Parenthood. Which don't even get me started on the "quote unquote" pro-life movement, because they're not. They're really just pro-birth. You know, they don't give a fuck as long as the woman squirts out a loin fruit. You know, once the baby's born, they wash their hands of you. You know, there's plenty of children in foster homes, you know, or worse, that are homeless. You know, they have heartbeats too. You know, where the fuck are the pro-life people? Nowhere to be found. You know, it's like, you want to be pro-life? Go all in. Care about every life. Or as I call it, being com- kind and compassionate. I'll let you know if I try it. I mean, the point is that human rights are more important than religious rights. That's it. Full stop. You can believe whatever bullshit you want and have whatever moral code you want. But the second that affects the rights of others, that privilege ends. Um, you know, the kids are all baptized Catholic, you know, but don't hold that against them. I'll, uh, when they get older and they can understand, I'll tell them how I feel about it. I'm not going to force them to try and believe what I believe or don't believe, I'll let them make their own decisions. I'm only going to be ashamed if they turn out to be assholes. (laughs) That's really, you know, what would bother me more than anything if they turn out to be shitheads. Um, And then a little bit of sad news, a little bit of, uh, um, for anyone not in the U.S., um, there's a TV show called Jeopardy um, that's been around for the better part of 40 years. And the host, Alex Trebek, just recently died. Um, I believe he had, it was pancreatic cancer, I think. Um, I know he had a a long fight with it. And, uh, you know, he's, him and the show have been a staple of American television and pop culture. And I believe he, I believe he did the show, I want to say for 36 years And by all accounts, he was a a kind and decent man. You know, basically uh, Canada's Mr. Rogers. um, You know, we spent many evenings as a kid and as an adult um, watching the show. You know, I spent many evenings watching Jeopardy and, and destroying everyone in the room with my tsunami of wit and intellect. I mean, it was getting to the point where Cynthia kept saying she was going to register me for the show, but I I would have been terrible. Hell, I would have choked on the under pressure, being on TV. I'm I'm a terrible test taker anyway. Um, you know, it's obviously sad when anyone dies, but there have been a few celebrities that have tugged at my heart when they pass. You know, Anthony Bourdain. You know, he kind of combined my love of writing with my love of food. You know, Robin Williams, who was just a treasure of humanity. So you will be missed, Alex Trebek. You know, if heaven is real, then you definitely deserve to be there. Uh, Now, I guess my attempt to, you know, shoehorn some humor into this fucking show... Coming up with a new little segment called Random Things in My Family. Uh, Let me see. I have them kind of written down. I can barely read my own handwriting. Oh, here we go. Uh, Let's see. Five-year-old Logan, now six-year-old Logan, asking, Why are Easter bunnies so shy? Me screaming across the house, Where is Peach's Castle? Logan again. "Uh, My tummy hurts, but it doesn't need to go diarrhea. Um, Logan, with a similar theme, randomly told me, I'm sorry, your dad and your brother are dead. I guess I'm pretty gassy today. And then he farted on me. Um, Seven-year-old Grayson um, the other day said, My new name is That's Because. And then uh, Logan, with one last sweet one, Daddy, what if the whole world was made of dog kisses? Um, usually I try to grab those little those little nuggets as they're fired across the room at one another. Um, speaking of nuggets, we've gone, I want to say almost two weeks without uh, the dog shitting on the floor. Um, he still pisses on the floor daily. And we have his little pee pads I'm trying to wean him off of. But he doesn't really get it. I've, like, moved him as close as I can to the back door. Sometimes he'll stand over it and pee on it. Other times he'll stand next to it and pee on the floor. And then when I try to, like, take the pad and put it outside where he can see it, instead of saying, you know, scratching at the door or barking, then he wants to go outside, he'll just stare at the pad through the door while pissing on the floor. So that's still that's still been a struggle. Um... It's not fun potty training a person or a dog, um, but he uh, is getting better about the uh, the biting and the teething. Not so much about the chewing; he'll still chew any object in front of him. But it's just, uh, you know, the kids were he he. I don't want to say he plays rough because he's a smaller dog, but it's like when he gets real excited he starts to kind of nip a little bit. Oh, and he's also developed uh, what the vet calls an excitable bladder. So if he gets too scared or too excited or too happy or too anything, he'll just pee on the floor. So fortunately, this will only last one to two years, apparently. But uh, we're trying to train him from chewing on the kids so much when he gets excited because he just, you know, he'll put his mouth on them. But those little puppy teeth are so, are so sharp, you know, your instinct is to just yank your hand away, in which you get scraped up. And uh, I mean, there was a time, um, and it's just, and I see, especially Logan, because Logan, his whole heart, is this dog, and I can see him get really upset, you know, when the dog chews on him and, and nips at him, and you know, breaks my heart into a million pieces, when he comes up to me saying, Toby's biting me a lot. And, you know, there was one time him and the dog were being just rambunctious, and then he complained that the dog bit him again, and I lost my cool. And I said, well, how about I give him away to another family then? And then Logan had this this heart-wrenching look with tears in his eyes, and he just said, but I still love him so much. A trillion pieces. So it's uh Yeah, you know, wasn't my proudest moment. I'm trying to have more patience with with the world. <laughs> um part of the issue is like my my back pain has been just ridiculous. And uh you know I've recently seen the spine doctor again. And they're saying most likely it's going to be a spinal fusion. Which will, you know, greatly reduce my range of motion. You know, reduce some quality of life. But it's like, and will it alleviate the pain? Who knows? You know, and some days, most days, it's manageable. You know, it feels like having a knife you know, stuck in your lower back all the time. And some days, you know, on a 1 to 10 scale, most days it's a 2 or a 3. You know, some days, you know, it's closer to an 8 or a 9. You know, those are the days that usually, you know, keep me in bed for a good few hours with, you know, some muscle relaxers on board. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I got an MRI upcoming. As much fun as it is to, to sit in that tube for 45 minutes. But uh, anyway, hopefully you guys have been entertained by this show. I will try to get a new one out soon. I know it seems like I don't care because I don't record the show a lot. And it's just... You know, I'm, I've been busier since I got laid off than when I was actually employed. <laughs> um. But believe me, as soon as this show goes out, it's like I start taking notes for the next show. You know, little funny bits and things to talk about. So it's like I try to make a coherent show. You know, I'm constantly writing it. So I just don't want you to think that I don't care about you. You are all my favorites. Um, You can reach me at any of the social medias if we're already on each other's lists. You can email me directly at yourparentingpodcast at gmail.com. dot um, I answer all of those directly. You know, it's a private account. It's not like a a corporate thing where I have an assistant that doesn't exist answer my shit for me, which would be kind of awesome. But you know, I don't have it. We're low tech here at the uh, podcasting empire. But I appreciate you listening, and I'll talk to you soon.